0: Pen Ketchum and David Moulton.
3: Welcome to the show. Uh, I'm David Moulton. And I'm Pen Ketchum. What's up? Uh, <laughs>
2: Wow. Whoa. That was a lot, dude. <laughs> Talk about intense.
3: Yeah. So, what, remember last week I think we were going to introduce a new format. We had like a new type of podcast we were going to do. Do you remember what that was? Uh, I don't I can't think of what it well, was. Well, we were do you, but you remember that we were going to do like a whole new format. Yeah. 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 And this week we are in, that didn't really take off. The people weren't supportive.
2: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the write-ins we got. Right. I think there was a what's that that, that uh, whatever.org yeah
3: well we had the, the protests yeah. oh. we had the protests out front that was awkward the as hell convoy. That yeah, went
2: right. by. <laughs> except <laughs> it
3: wasn't a truckers convoy it was all Pontiac vibes yeah that was yeah. the weird thing right like, I didn't know they sold that. Many. Right. <laughs> right. Well, every single one <laughs> came to Airport Road, <laughs> <Yeah>. and it <laughs> filled up like half of our driveway. <laughs> so it was super awkward because I had to go around it. <laughs> you know, it added like forty-five seconds to my You're commute. Like, what is this thing? <laughs> right. and he just kept going. <laughs> what, what are these seven cars? <laughs> so weird. That's crazy. <laughs> so our new format. Oh. Which I think we should share. Yeah, You're right. please. And let's, I, I hate to spring it on you like mm. this. I
2: mean, I knew about it, but I wasn't. I didn't realize today was the day.
3: No, I meant I didn't want to spring it on the, oh. the listeners. Oh. It was your idea. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you brought up the staff meeting this morning, and <laughs> you were like, like, you frank. know what David... I don't know if the listeners all know this about David. Yeah. <laughs> but what David likes to do in his free time mm. is find jobs for random people on the street. <laughs> so if you're like a competent educated person with job skills this is not the guy for you Uh, no david is not your guy but if you kind of wander around the street talking to rando people i'm clearly the person david is your guy you
2: should talk to i'm on my way here i'm trying to get in my car there's a true story yeah this dude's like he goes he says (laughs) <laughs> God's up in the sky. What's up with you? What's up with you? I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> he says it again. I was like, hey, I'm on the way to a meeting. Oh, uh, AA? <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, no. No, I'm recording a podcast. He's cool, cool. I'm looking for work. You got anything <laughs> I can do? <laughs> yeah. Surprisingly, I didn't.
3: What are the odds that that dude is listening right now? I mean- Zero.
2: Zero. Right. Even though he was like, where can I find the podcast? Yeah. I'm like, you're not going to find the podcast. Right. <laughs> you're not going to find your way home.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you focus on oh, now? <laughs> All right. Um, start off with our, you know, the headline, uh, rest in peace, William Hurt. Yeah. William Hurt. Give me
2: a William Hurt role that you'll never forget. The Big Chill.
3: Mm. Did you see I posted that? Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. So that's what, yeah. Because I was going to say, that's exactly what I, like, when I was younger, my parents had a VCR and they had like a collection of VCR tapes. Mm. Now, when I (laughs) said...
2: VCR, as opposed to VCR discs. No,
3: no, no, no. I guess what I should have said is VHS. Yes. I knew it wasn't sitting right, but I couldn't put my finger on why. Mm. What I meant to say was they had a collection of VHS tapes. Mm. And what... What I mean when I say collection is that they had like six.
2: Right. <laughs> you just recorded over them? No, no, no. There oh, was these like are the movies. six movies. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And
3: well, we also had that one too. Right. The blank one that you recorded your show on or whatever, and there's like six layers of, you know Yeah. So what were the six movies? Well, it was um Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid with Steve Martin. Okay. Uh The Big Chill, Good, Bad and the Ugly, the um What's the scary? I don't think the I don't think this is the name of it, but I think it's the Wax Museum. Is it called the House of Wax? Mm-hmm. Like it's an old school black and white horror movie where like the people like melt. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it's called. And um, it's probably not.
2: We're gonna get letters.
3: Yeah, there was one more that I that I can't remember what it was, but those were like the the ones that I watched over and oh, and the the No Nukes concert was a musical one that I watched. And so anyway, the big chill was one of my, oh, and Moonstruck, Mm. which was the first time you, one of my all time faves. I don't know how I could even forget that one. But yeah, so that little tape collection, I watched those movies over and over and over and over.
2: Um, I'm right there. So we had like Aladdin, Lion King, and it's a mad, 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 mad world, which I still love, old movie. Maybe something else that was probably out of my age bracket, but then my aunt who worked for the, the... for Paramount, she had given us screeners for uh, Temple of Doom mm. and Star Trek: For the Voyage Home, and those two. Like people always like, why are those your favorites? Like, yeah. Those are the ones I had. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
3: That's what I had.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's your that's your John Hurt,
3: William Hurt, William Hurt. Yeah. No, he guy. he played um, a pretty far out guy in The Big Chill. Yeah. The Big Chill is one of those movies that I feel like is always underrated. Like it's always mm. overlooked. Mm. And I'm, I don't know. I'm not, I don't think I'm sitting here saying that it should be like among everybody's best movie ever, but it was a
2: great freaking movie. Mm. Like this was a great movie. Now for people who aren't familiar with William Hurt, um, maybe a younger audience, they would know him as, <laughs> wait, 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 younger than me. No, there's no other, no, there's no such stop. thing. There's, I'm like at least 10 years older. So, right. Yeah. Uh, People might know him from the Avengers movies as Thunderbolt Ross. Um, So he's the general that does the Sokovia Accords, that kind of oversees the Avengers and kind of a political rival. He's the one who's always after the Hulk. I don't think I knew that. Yeah. Ah, But what I will always know and love him as is for everyone who's seen Dune, Mm. Dune, the sci fi miniseries, which I think is the quintessential, most pure version of Dune, he plays Leto Atreides. So he's the same role as Oscar Isaac, uh, but much more stoic and like powerful and militaristic. Oscar Isaac is in itself like a, a, he plays it differently. He's great. And he does it in an amazing, right. like iconic way. And this is just a different iconic yeah. way of doing it. And uh, that to me, he will always be that kind of Leto father figure mm. that I think of. I'm like, man, what a great man. Yeah. Yeah.
3: That's so. awesome. So, anyway, that's it's
2: Sorry. Uh, and, and really young, too. He was only 71. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. that's a shame. Um, on to other things. Uh, giant Freaking Robot, the website. Not an actual Giant Freaking Robot. Oh, I was okay. with you. Okay, just yeah. making sure. Yeah, yeah. You looked a little like, where? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they allege Stephen Ewan Ye- is under consideration to play. Mr. Negative in (laughs) Spider-Man 4. These are a lot of things I want to ask you about. First Mm, off, what can you tell me about Giant Freaking Robot? Nothing. Okay. Secondly, what can you tell me about Steven Yeun? (laughs) Um, He's
3: under consideration to play Mr. Negative in Spider-Man 4. Other than that? Oh, nothing. Okay. What can you tell me about Mr. Negative? (laughs) Uh, He's... (laughs)
2: <laughs> I know people who I've referred to as Mr. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh, but not the Spider-Man villain. No, no. Uh, what can you tell me about Spider-Man Four? Um, Stephen Yin is, is going to be in it. Wow! So this news has a lot of things <laughs> <I'm> that <entertained laughs> You, <laughs> my world. I
3: should befo- have made you explain this. <laughs> my world before this headline was like this, and, and now boom, it's
2: blown boom, wide open. Boom. Yeah. Yeah,
3: We need you to record the sound effect of the song from, um is it Aladdin? When she says, a the whole, whole new, new world. world. <laughs> <laughs> so uh,
2: do you know all these people? Um, Giant Freaking Robot is a, a geek website that I am familiar yeah. with, but do not visit on the rigs. Steven Ewan is a guy who I don't know anything about. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Negative is a character that I know very little about other than that, I think... He can charge you with positive or negative influence, but he can also, like, the positive side of him can touch people and heal them. Mm. And I think the negative side of them corrupts their personality. Mm. I could be totally wrong.
3: It's just like us, David.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Polar
3: opposites. Just, no, just like all of us listeners and you and me both, we can heal people with our positive sides. Wow. Wow. I'm all choked up. Now. Pass it I'm, gonna, I'm gonna cry. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, so alright, so, so this headline,
2: who cares? Like whatever. Well, if you wanna if you think you might know Spider-Man 4, we just had the most impressive Spider-Man ever. And
3: was the most impressive Spider-Man ever that we just had? Right. Is that Spider-Man 3? E- yes,
2: yeah, Spider-Man okay. 3. Okay. No That's what home. I was asking. So, so n-
3: Spider-Man Four is the the one that we're excited about with Tom Holland and perhaps Andrew Garfield,
2: or Tobey Maguire, or Tobey Maguire. So that's the thing, and Stephen Yun. Yeah, the big one. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I guess potentially it could be the Sam Rami Spider-Man Four, but I think we would have said that if it yeah, yeah. if it wasn't. I you know if you want to know who might be the villain and kind of get hyped. That's what we're really. It's more the Mr. Negative thing than the right. Steven Ewan thing because um, if you gave me a lineup of guys. No. I, I would. I mean, yeah. I might even pick the girl. Yeah. <laughs> so, Black Adam, starring The Rock, right?
3: Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Dwayne The Rock Johnson <clears throat> is now scheduled for October 21, while DC League of Super Pets has been moved to July 29th.
2: This is a little sh- like right This is a little shuffling. Step. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you feel about that?
3: I think it's actually a good call because earlier in July... All right, so Black Adam, I don't really have an opinion. Mm. Like, whatever. I think that's fine. Yeah. But um, Super Pets is a movie that you and I are both really excited for. Yeah. Big time looking forward to it. And Minions comes out early July. Mm. So I feel like this is kind of good timing. Like, we'll put the Super Pets trailer in front of Minions... All thousands of kids will come see Minions and see the trailer for Super Pets, get super hyped, and then the end of the summer, like July 29th, like you've seen all the big movies, you've seen Minions, you've you know blah bitty blah. Like it's always nice. I always think it's smart to have a good solid kids movie later in the summer. Yeah. So to me, this is kind of an ideal situation because we have an A plus movie in early July and an A potentially A plus movie. The end of July. Nice. So I'm on board.
2: Optimize off the minions. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good idea, yeah, too. Yeah. Um, okay, I got a bunch of things here. All right. This is our segment that's long been gone. Everybody sit down. But never did. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> it's right on the couch. All right. I'd like to welcome everyone to... Welcome them back. Back to Dune News. Dune News. <laughs> I wish you could see a the joy thing. on David's face. Dune News. Call Dune News.
3: Like he was just punching the clock till now. Yeah, and like, now
2: he's alive. It's finally time. Right. Oh, boy. For <laughs> Okay. Screenwriter John Spites. 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 Confirmed, Dune Part 2 will set up a potential third movie, Dune Messiah. Which is, if I remember correctly, what you and Austrian Atreides
3: had so hoped for. Mm,
2: sort of, yes. Okay. We want more. right? And if they're doing Dune Messiah, there's more. Dune Messiah leads right into Children of Dune. So there's a quintessential three <sighs> Dune books that, like, they're the original yeah. trilogy yeah. of Dune before there's a time jump. Where it makes sense to stop making right. movies. Right. Right. So he says Dune Messiah right. is the next book, and it's one of three books with Dune. Dune, Dune Messiah, and Children of Dune that covers the lives of the characters we meet in the first novel. Subsequently, there's a giant leap in time and the series gets stranger <laughs> and more epic as it carries on, but Dune Messiah picks up years after the close of Dune and yes, Denny has talked seriously about making that film as well. As a conclusion to the trilogy, Dune Messiah is very in- is, a, is a very interesting book, which in some ways deconstructs Dune and plays as a cautionary tale, even more than Dune does, about the dangers of blending religion and politics The hazards of following charismatic leaders, and the dangerous struggle that's always alive between the individual and the institutions. Now, here's what what I gained from this. Not only is Dune Messiah coming, but I feel like he's also hinting at Children of Dune. Yeah, absolutely. As a potential third story, fourth movie, third story fourth fifth
3: sixth movie like I feel like he's hinting at like he's hinting at there's a whole theme a whole universe a whole you know canon to be
2: explored yeah I feel like if they do Dune 2 and it's equally as successful and they greenlight Dune Messiah if Dune Messiah also is good I don't think there's any way they don't do Children of Dune right because Dune Messiah ends in a way that like leads into Children of Dune right and uh yeah yeah. So I think that's, yeah.
3: I mean, the only question I have is like, so this sounds really terrific, but who's going to play Princess Irulan?
2: Oh, you and your, oh, let's lead in and segue to this and that, and everything <laughs> and the other. I'm a huge Princess Irulan fan. I'm a huge Florence Pugh fan. Yeah. So what if Florence Pugh? You got your peanut butter and my chocolate. Oh my word. You got your chocolate and
3: my peanut butter. <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Florence Pughs and talks to play Princess Irulan, which I think is amazing. I I love that character. The fact that she's been missing up till now, I understand why they cut her scenes. But I think I don't know how big they'll make her as a result in the next one. But she is a major player in the series. So if they could nail down Florence Pugh to to do this character, I think that'd be really great. I
3: mean, she has been crushing it, Little Woman. What 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 was she was the Black Widow's sister? Yeah, yeah, Yelena, and also reprise that role in which Marvel series? Hawkeye. Uh, okay. okay. And she'll be yeah. back. And she was great Yeah. in all those very different roles. So mm-hmm. for her to make an appearance
2: in this franchise would be genius. And she does like a cooking show on TikTok and it's hilarious. Really? Yeah. Uh, also, here's someone I don't know but I saw a picture of. Mm. His name is Austin Butler and he's in talks to play Fade Rotha, who is the youngest nephew of the Baron Harkonnen and the heir to the Harkonnen household, also potential Kwisak Haderach. So...
3: That's exactly what I was going to say.
2: The idea was, for all those, you know, Paul is an early Kwisak Haderach, or supposedly, right? right. But the Benigessert breeding plan was that Jessica was supposed to have a daughter. You know how they're like, you were supposed to bear a daughter. And that daughter was supposed to marry Fade Rautha, and then their son was supposed to be the Kwisak Haderach. Even though they're relatives. Ew. Yeah. So that would be
3: cousins. Didn't that happen in Star Wars?
2: Mm. Yeah, and that worked out well.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's Dune News. All right. That was a little segment we like to call Dune, Dune, Dune. Dune News. <laughs> hey, hey, oh, oh, oh. hey, the penguin over here? <laughs>
1: <laughs> take it easy,
3: take kid.
2: It easy. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: Speaking of Deadpool, yeah, Ryan Reynolds uh, is going to. Did we report this already? Did Deadpool 3 got greenlit? I don't think it was uh, official. Okay, well, Deadpool 3 got greenlit. Let's just pretend you heard it here in the MCU, right. Deadpool 3 in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And Kevin Feige says, don't worry, it'll stay R. And Sean Levy has been tapped to direct it.
2: Yeah, that's the big news. Sean Levy. Now, what do we know Sean Levy from? Do you know? I know. I don't. Do you know? I don't. Sean Levy directed Free Guy. Mm. He's on a roll with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. He directed Free Guy, and he directed the movie, which I've been hearing tons of great stuff of. of um, shoot, I can't remember his name. It's a Netflix show. Netflix movie where he's uh, from the future and visits the child version of himself. Hmm. Looks really good. That
3: sounds interesting.
2: Yeah. And that's supposed to be, that's supposed to be excellent. I can't think of it. Oh, right, right, other. right, you right, know.
3: right. Um, becoming Adam, Adam project. Yeah. Adam, Adam project. We project. talked about it on this yeah, show. Yeah. I yeah. tried to book it for lit. It's on your
2: recommendation. That's right. And so, Netflix
3: told me go pound sand. Oof, oof. And hey, you were like, I'm not hey. even at the
2: beach. What, I was huh? like, hey, oh, hey, I don't
3: have sand hey. in here. <laughs> what do you taking for? Hey, hey, yo. Easy, kid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that, that's kind of a light news day. Yeah. Um, going on. We had a quiet weekend here. Uh, Penn Cinema on Saturday <clears throat> reported a zero attendance for the day. We lost power, suffered blizzard conditions froze lost internet lost power again What? yeah and we were like nah screw this let's go home yeah yeah (laughs) but you left we literally just turned off the lights and flipped the sign around on the front of the theater that said closed (laughs) closed (laughs) out for lunch (laughs) till tomorrow peace out (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's crazy it was it was awful it was such a bummer because like you know you just you're trying to come back you're trying to you know come back you know, and make yeah. it. And so Saturday you live and die on Saturdays. And so it was a big zero and that sucked.
2: Can I tell you a off the topic, sub subject story that my supposed quote unquote friends on the internet would love for me to talk to you about? Yes. Okay. I told you about Rob. I mean,
3: you remember Rob all the time? Yeah. i like, remember this morning in the staff meeting, you were like, Danny was like, geez, can somebody shut David up?
2: Yeah. About yeah, Rob. About Rob. And I'm yeah. like, you said you I believe your quote last week was what kind of name is Rob?
3: Oh right. Right? Yeah. Right? Is this Robert Reed's a lot? No. No, this is your other this friend is, Rob. Is, the, oh, the Marine in Hawaii. Right. Yeah, you talk about yeah. him all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And he time. speaks multiple languages. Yeah. And we were trying to get him to teach us a foreign language so we could say listen to the Pensona podcast right. in
2: Espanolo. Or at least when he's listening into those broadcast from the other countries. Yeah. He could just whisper in, just yeah, like tap yeah, down yeah. on himself yeah, yeah. and say it there. Like yeah. somebody on this line. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. What? Huh? What? Yeah. So Rob with the weird name. Yeah. And then I, and then I, and then I was the the biggest ass in the room and I was like, uh, somewhat on the pulse of, uh, of news for movies. I would know about this thing. So what you then discussed, uh, in greater detail <laughs> right. here in that discussion, they were learning about, the show because there's horrible friends they don't listen right why would they and about Penn cinema yeah. and they were like is it Penn cinema because it was in Pennsylvania yeah. And I said no no it's named after pain and a pen and I said I believe my quote was despite what you might think the chain the chain's name is pen after a person right. and they thought I said that you changed your name oh. To Pen <laughs> for the company, right? And there is now a clip on Twitch being passed around. These people oh. arguing whether or not I said I love it. The change name is Pen, or right. you changed your name. Changed your name to, to Pen. Yeah, and there was a, there was like six of us in the chat. Yeah, when I said it, and like three of us were. Sp- well, I mean me? Me yeah. and I said it. Right. And three of us were like, I said chain, and they were all like, no. you said changed. Right. And the people like playing it back. Right. And they were like, why don't you bring that up and tell them about it?
3: Do they play it back like with like the way a DJ does, like wicker wicker wicker? Well,
2: they they send it to people. <laughs> yeah. No. And they say, oh. what do you think this guy is right. saying? Like, what's
3: this guy saying? Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. So, it's a thing. Yeah. It's a total and I can just settle the record right yeah. here. I mean I definitely changed my name. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean my name was Bob. You know. Yeah. Rob, 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 Rob. Rob 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 Rob. My name was Rob and I thought, well that's too weird. You were like, What
2: kind of name is Rob? What <laughs> <Right. laughs> kind of name is Rob? I gotta ditch this. <laughs> right. As <fast> as <laughs> right. Possible. A good
3: normal name like
2: Penn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I got a lot of flack for not mentioning that last week Yeah. In context. Yeah. So.
3: Oh my god, I love it. Are you ready for that's, new trailers? That's great. Uh I think this week we have four trailers, and I think this week we went four for four. Mm. Four In, for four? Four for four, including a trailer that I started out and wanted to dislike, but I liked it despite myself. I am shocked. And appalled, or just well, shocked? Well, I'm just shocked because
2: yeah. I was the polar opposite. You were zero for four. I No, I mean, the trailer that you're speaking of. How do you know what trailer I'm speaking of? Oh... I know
3: what you No, you is. do not. I, I do. I bet you a hundred bucks. Label them one. Okay, I don't want to say
2: that because I don't have a hundred bucks. Are we but, gonna, okay. Let's just start with the one I think. No,
3: no, no. Okay. La, we're going to label them one, oh. to f- one to four in the order that oh. they're written. Okay. And you write on the, I'll write on the back of my sheet right here so that I can't see. I I wrote the number down.
2: Okay. And
3: so I can't change my mind.
2: I can't like pretend. You think that these are all good, but one of them surprised you.
3: One of them I hated, but then I like it started and I was like, oh Jesus. And then I ended up like, ooh, this movie could be really good. Which one do you think is that? Number four.
2: Yes, you're right. See, I told you. Yeah, you're right. Okay. And that was the one that like, I was like, this is crazy. And then halfway through, I wound up listening to it. Right. Watching it. Exactly. Because I was like, eh. Oh, but oh, so you. So had I the, was the opposite. That's what I'm saying. Oh, oh, oh I was oh. not.
3: I did. This movie did not win me over. It won trailer. me over because I think it looks like it's going to be crazy. You don't know who's on whose side.
2: Mm.
3: One of those movies.
2: It. I mean. All
3: right, sure. let's let's work backwards up the list. Okay. The fourth trailer that David and I are going to start with is one that we disagree on, called the Agent Game. Right. And this is a classic spy movie where. These guys are spies, but then it turns out maybe the maybe there's other spies. Maybe the spy boss is actually in control, and you don't know nothing. You watch
2: this trailer. Yeah, no, no. I mean, you're you're right, but there were a lot of key things here that I thought would have had you. I mean, just as strong as Jason Statham, like (laughs) turn in the other direction and and turned off before. First off, Saban Films. I didn't pick up on that, but end. okay.
3: I didn't see that tag. Secondly, it's a Mel Gibson
2: movie. Oh, that
3: that was why, that is why I thought I wouldn't like it. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, geez, how does this guy
2: still have a job? He's in everything yeah. that Saban puts out. Yeah. He must have a contract with him. Yeah. yeah. But this also does look like one of those things where you spend a day on the set. Right. Walking around an office yelling on the same, phone. In the same costume. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: So wait, so what, what, what am I not reporting? What, what plot details? Just,
2: I mean, it just, it just looks like all the other... Um, <laughs> you should see the face he's giving you right now, smug. That's not the face I'm making! <laughs> <laughs> this, he looks like all the other Mel Gibson movies that are coming out right now. <laughs> Like, I, I a will give movie that they slap Mel Gibson on to make it. Like, I will give you that. Like to make your dad watch it.
3: I will give you that. I mean, my I don't know what that last comment means, nah, but right. I, maybe
2: not your dad, but like someone's dad. Somebody's somebody's <laughs> dad is like, hey, hey, it's like my buddy Orlando. It's like his dad yeah. would be like, Mel Gibson's in the movie. Cool. Oh. I mean, not. Mel Gibson, but he would say that with another actor. I think the tagline of this movie is agent game. (laughs) Somebody's dad is going to watch this
3: movie. (laughs) Somebody's dad is going to watch this movie. Someone's
2: dad is definitely watching this movie. Uh, Oh, my gosh.
3: So So I am still waiting uh, for you to share with us what it is that I failed to comment on with this movie when I said it's a bunch of spies and some of them are... You sold it like a good movie. Oh, I see. You, yeah. So you're saying I glossed over the fact that it's had been films and I glossed over the fact that it was Mel Gibson. All these things with bad track records. Right, right, right. Yeah. Which is why I didn't want to like the movie. Mm. And, and even the trailer is not that great.
2: No, the trailer like, is not. Nothing,
3: great. nothing... nothing... No. <laughs> let me talk. Is let me talk you out of this movie. Nothing, of, <laughs> nothing about this looks great. But what, the reason why I like it is because my favorite kind of movie is a movie that I can't predict the ending.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Like my favorite kind of action, you know. Like I love a spy movie. I love a good double cross, you know. And so it's I. I think it's going to be really fun to see like. You know who's in charge and who's calling shots. Although now that I say that out loud, there's a, it's clearly Mel Gibson at the end. He's like,
2: "I did it because I knew you'd do what I said you'd do."
3: Well, what I was going to say was, there's probably zero chance that I ever see this movie. Yeah, okay. <laughs> right? See,
2: there's that too.
3: You're not going to watch this movie. <laughs> All right, Move, moving upwards okay. is one that you know we, I we don't always do this, but yeah. we went to the board. Me and David, you know, We're directors. The, the staff this morning at our intense staff meeting said, Listen, Penn, David, we need you to go to the board and get a waiver so that we can talk about the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer. Right. So right. we did. We went to the board, we sought the chair, you know, we wrote a memo, submitted it into the minutes. And it had to go to a judge. Yeah. The, <laughs> the, official, <laughs> the official record yeah. does reflect. The minutes of the quarterly session, Mm -hmm. which was approved by the judge, who was blind, by the way. Just like Justice. Right, just like, thank you.
0: (laughs) Thank you for getting that.
2: (laughs) And he was like, this is fair and equal, and I approve. Right. Yeah,
3: Which was really funny because we had gone in with color-glossy photographs with circles and arrows and diagrams on the back of each one. a
2: 45-minute PowerPoint presentation right. from a blind judge. Right, Did he couldn't see, so it was a total waste. It, <laughs> Poor David's it, over there crying. It was silent, too. Right. Oh, he get it when you sees it. <laughs> <laughs> images speak for themselves.
0: A picture is worth a thousand words. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Here comes fucking Stevie Wonder <laughs> Not Judgment Blind. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, we got Judge
3: McBlindo. I hate McBlindo every time. <laughs> Damn it! My case is ruined. Right? When I hired that guy to paint the portrait of me that hangs in the lobby, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. twelve foot one, and then he butchered it. Uh-huh. And I had to go to court to get my money back, and I got McBlindo.
2: Yeah, he, yeah. I don't see anything wrong with this.
0: Right. It's exactly <laughs> That's what right. he said. Right? He was like, "It looks good to
1: me." <laughs> The <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> so that's enough about Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes, uh, so uh, yeah. So anyway, I'm guessing we, you know, we didn't need all that detail, but despite being <laughs> <laughs> Despite being blind, the judge approved our motion, which went back to the board who approved our waiver, which went back to the staff committee, and they approved the minutes to to reflect it accordingly. And therefore, we have the green light. Today, we can bring you our analysis, our thoughtful, insightful, professional analysis, because we are nothing, if not professional. Our review of the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer. That was a long way. We finally got there. (laughs) It was good. It was good. I liked it. It was
1: was, good. It was all right. I (laughs) it.
3: It was good. (laughs) All all the hours we put in (laughs) to to be able to make that review. All right. Bonus points. I snuck in an Arlo Guthrie song. Oh. Bonus points. If somebody wants to write us podcast at pensinwa.com, if you can. (laughs) <laughs> identified the Arlo Guthrie quote. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, Obi- so what did you really think of this? Obi-Wan Kenobi. I w- actually loved it. I yeah. was really excited, and I actually... I think I've, I've talked on this show. Mm. I consider myself a Star Wars guy. Yeah. But I have talked on the last few episodes, it's come up somewhere over the last month or two, that like I, I didn't really get into... Um, I mean Mandalorian like was okay yeah. and then what was the new one that I completely Boba missed Fett. Boba Fett I never dipped in no. I never dipped into Boba Fett it makes me feel like a bad Star Wars fan but for some reason this one that's funny because Boba Fett
2: is bad Star Wars
3: <laughs> well, it should have been a perfect match yeah. <laughs> so I think what the hook and I know it was like a gimmick but do you know what little clip what little scene probably got me Mm, what was it? When Obi-Wan sees what I have to assume is Luke Skywalker pretending yeah. to be pod yeah, yeah, pod racing. Like, that was cool. I'm like, oh, okay, that's how this. So, I think that's the thing for me. Like, I need to know exactly how this ties in into Star Wars.
2: Mm. Well, I can give you the synopsis. Okay. From what I understand, is that obviously him and Luke are going to have some sort of relationship, but this movie's not about them. Because, I mean, because Luke knows him, right. you know, right. as, a, as a teenager. But um, this is about how Leia knows him. Mm. Because, you know, in A New Hope, she's like, help me, Obi-Wan. be right. be my only hope. So, our, our only hope. Right. So uh, from what I understand, either her or her family are kidnapped or something, and he does the rescue thing with them. Okay. He helps them through some sort of thing. But wouldn't Leia... Oh, so Leia would be kidnapped, so she would be... Because she's Luke's age. Right. right. Yeah. So Leia knows him because... He helps her family in yeah. some way, and oh, I can't yeah. wait! It it, yeah. it starts streaming May
3: 25th on Disney Plus. Yeah, wow! You um, know what I was
2: surprised this trailer didn't have though? Hello there! I was waiting for it. I, I don't get the reference because that's the that's the big meme thing that that uh, Obi Wan does. Hello there. Hello there. It's like the quote. I miss it. It's either that. It's either hello there or, uh, <laughs> or the. The General Kenobi thing. He goes, hello there. And then the person has to respond, General Kenobi. <laughs>
3: uh, the next trailer we watch. <laughs> I thought you were a Star Wars guy. I, yeah, I mean, I clearly am not. Mm. I feel so inadequate.
2: Yeah, we should. Yeah.
3: Okay. So as long as we're on the same page, speaking of speaking inadequate, of- <laughs> <laughs> inadequate.
2: <laughs> mailed
3: it. <laughs> Um, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Mm. This is my trailer of the week. Uh, I'm going to agree with you there. Yeah, this is... I was already psyched for this trailer. I'm sorry, for this movie.
2: And now I am, like, over-the-top psyched. It's, like, a buddy movie, but not a buddy movie. Because he's the the bad guy, but then he might not be the bad guy the whole way through. I just... Pedro Pascal. Are those my guns? <laughs> They're my guns. <laughs> I don't want to shoot you. I don't want to shoot you either. I love when he's like the wax version of him is like yeah. it's hideous. Right? I'll give you twenty grams for it. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's grotesque. I'll give it twenty thousand dollars for
3: it. So good. Wait, can we just, in case there's somebody... Oh, talk about what it's about. Yeah. No, I'm just saying, in case there's somebody... We've talked about this movie a couple of times, but right. now we got the full trailer, mm. which kind of outlines the plot of this movie as yeah. opposed to hinting at it. And this is Nicolas Cage playing as himself, right. who gets hired to make an appearance at a rich guy's party, and then hilarity ensues from there. Yeah, the rich guy turns out to be...
2: Drug lord, like a drug
3: lord, but I think the joke that makes this movie so funny is that he plays himself, yeah, and clearly, like, you know, goes it plays into it, right? He hams it up, right? Yeah,
2: all right. Now, another great trailer. I, uh, this was close, yeah, this was a great trailer, which I'm surprised if you would have told me before the first one, which I still haven't seen, that I would say this about a sequel to this movie that's the Sonic 2 final trailer. Looks great. Yeah. Like, I really want to see it. For a guy named Knuckles, you're really bad at punching. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I think the line that first got me was (laughs) the lady at the bride at the wedding that they crash. Yeah. (laughs) There's two of them? (laughs) Right. right, right. Uh, Sonic 2 trailer, definitely worth checking out. Um, That's this month, right? And whoa, wait, whoa, whoa. Next next week? Whoa. This week. Tickets went on sale today. Oh, my gosh. It
3: opens April 7th. April 7th. Yep, at 3 p.m.
2: You want to hear a real joke? On April Fool's Day is the same day that Morbius opens. Just saying.
3: Why you gotta be like that? Wait, hang on. Let me scroll through my notes. Uh, Mister Negative. <laughs> <laughs> Move over, Stephen. You. Yeah. I already have the rule. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, I know. Morbius opens on April first. I just feel like that's a joke that we should
2: never <laughs> overstep. And I'm waiting for you to,
3: like, why is that a joke? Uh, I, mean, I mean, it's April it's Fool's Day and it's Morbius. Can we record on April Fool's Day? I mean, we should have sure, an April Fool's Day. No, I'm going to be out of town, I think. What? It's a Friday. They let you out of this tub? Sometimes thrown out. Yeah, you're going to be thrown out of towns right. more likely. I've been thrown out of nicer towns than this. <laughs> <laughs> <You> dirty bastards. <laughs> That's my favorite line of all time. I've been thrown out of nicer places than this. Yeah, And you probably said that for real a couple times. I absolutely have definitely said that for real. Right. On more than one occasion. Right. Well, yeah. speaking of things. One time I got thrown out of a car and I told them. Oh, it was moving? No, no, no. But I was, I was. Disinvited <laughs> to continue <laughs> participating in the trip, and you were driving. <laughs> <laughs> I was by myself, which is what made it so awkward. <laughs> Rude. Rude. All right, we got a movie review. <laughs>
1: uh,
2: we have a movie oh, review. Boy. Last week we chummed it up. Mm-hmm. Somebody last week it was funny. Uh, somebody. They said, "You had ever watched movies together?" And I said, "Oddly enough, we did this week." Yeah. yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. We watched this one together. Just two dudes laughing and guessing. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we saw Jackass forever. We did. And it felt like forever. Yeah. This movie, the, our tagline from it <laughs> was, no matter how much penis you thought was in this movie, it was not enough. <laughs> <laughs> it was too much. <laughs> it was too much. And now you didn't think that there was, like, right. whatever amount you thought was in, Right. Was a low ball right. for for this movie. Right. Um, did we laugh? We did. Oh yeah, for sure. Did we cry? Yes. Yeah.
3: Did we hide did I cover my eyes a number of occasions? Yes.
2: Yeah, I definitely closed my eyes for <laughs> right. some gag reflex <laughs> right. scenes. What do you think of this movie? Give me give me an honest. Right, me on, on, honest, honest to God. Yeah.
3: Well, you already said it. I mean yeah. we laughed. Yeah, we both laughed quite a bit throughout this movie. So, uh, so you got to give it that. Right. What I felt like was, if I had paid fifteen bucks to watch this movie, I probably would have enjoyed it. I was probably watching it with my friends. Like I probably like I've preached on this show many times about how movie going is a shared experience. Like the whole point of what we do here is to be able to share entertainment, whether it's comedy or being scared together or being moved by a dramatic film together, you know, it's that shared commonality experience. If I had watched, if I had paid 15 bucks to watch that movie, I would have felt like I got tricked into watching a TV show. Yeah. Like, like, like I just paid 15 bucks to watch MTV with my friends. Mm.
2: Some of the Jackass films are like pretty solid. Right. And some of them, are just okay. I think this is the weakest one of them all. The issue that I took with this film
3: is that there was no premise. There was not even a pretend premise. You know what I mean? Like, they did not even like fake trying to put together right. a story. There was no, also no overarching gag. That's what I'm saying. There was no continuity. There was no continuity, is
2: the best word. Because I think in the past they've done, like, they've done like the old man thing and then they just keep coming back to like doing the old man thing in different scenarios. Right. And the amount of things that you see them setting up to do something and they were doing a gag while they were setting up to do something else, but you never see that other thing right. is kind of crazy. Yeah. But it's like, oh, like that looked like they were going to do something funny, right. but we'll never, or at least not now, we're right. not going to see... What that is. And I was left with a lingering question. Mm. How do any of them have children?
3: Curious what you think. Yeah. Uh, Who's the guy in charge? Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville. This is supposed to be the big climatic scene at the end. He gets hit by the bull.
2: Yeah, he broke his rib, rib, his wrist, and he had brain damage.
3: All right, here's my my question.
2: Yeah. Did he really? Apparently, yeah. Guy, he was interviewed on Vanity Fair and took, it took a couple months and then like I saw other other interviews with the other people and they were like they were seriously concerned because he had brain hemorrhaging uh-huh. from it. okay yeah because not look like a, it does not look like a very big
3: right And then hit. they have him in the wheelchair and right. I was like, does it is this like Hollywood like hey, you know it would be great at the end of this movie if Johnny Knoxville because everybody else from all the other stunts, all every single one of which would kill me. Right Everybody else walks away from their stunts, but this this I mean, guy gets hit by a bull and he's like dead yeah, and now he's in a in a wheelchair with a cast and all this stuff and a rat a head bandage he looked like Hollywood you know, and I feel like the producers were like, you know it would be great at the end of this movie let's have Johnny so, like really get hurt so
2: there's a couple things about this so first off, he broke his wrist, he broke a rib, he had a concussion and he said brain hemorrhaging and from what I've read on interviews and stuff like he was like People were concerned that he might not return to normal because he was, like, when you talk to him, he was not right. But here's what we don't see is that was the second take. Mm. They did it once, and he didn't get hit hard enough. They didn't think it was funny, so they had to reshoot it. Oh. So he got hit by the bull twice. Ah. So Brutal. Yeah. That I sucks. Know. And these guys, they're not young chickens anymore. Right. I mean, right. They're not young like us. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to get... They're not just kids. And I think that's why there is so much like just dick humor as opposed to like
3: more dangerous stunts. And speaking of that, yeah, I'm not even going to comment on that. But what I, what I, what that reminds me of is I thought the pranks were hilarious. Mm. I didn't love the pranks where it was just like, let's see how much we can make somebody hurt. Yeah like the the bit where they go up to the coffee thing and get popped yeah that's hilarious the bit in the co- in the furniture store where the guy falls off the lift and shoots the other guy up through the rafters like yeah. that was hilarious like there's a lot of stuff like that that's absolutely hilarious and then there's other stuff where it's like let's just whack this guy as hard as we can and see what happens
2: right and i was like oh all right one of my favorite jackass gags i think it's from one of the movies and it involves the giant hand yeah where they have people they do it a couple times and uh, they have like, they ask one of the guys to help the crew carry in food. And there's two crew members ahead of them and they walk in. And then around the corner, they have a giant hand on the spring. <laughs> as soon as they walk in, it just slams into yeah. them. That's like one of my favorite pranks. It's, it's so great. simple. It's great. But it's funny.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know. I also thought cinematically,
2: it wasn't very cinematic at all.
3: No, here's what I'm saying. The one shot, there was one shot that was great, was when Johnny Knoxville got shot out of the cannon.
2: Yeah, that was like the, and, supposed to be the big thing. Yeah,
3: know? and how they captured that shot and showed him, and he nailed it like that. That was cool. You said it hurt to
2: sit down for days after that.
3: Oh right, right. Because he right. landed right on his tush. Right, right, right. The water. So. All
2: right, whatever. Jackass Forever. Do we recommend? You know what? It doesn't matter if we recommend it because it's no longer in theaters. Yeah. But watch- what would you say? Best movie of all time or worst movie I've ever seen? I'm going to say worst movie I've ever seen. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I've def- there's even better just jackass movies.
3: Let me pay you a great compliment. Oh. The only thing good about this movie was watching it with you. <laughs> Likewise. That day was so much fun. Yeah.
2: It was fun to watch it together and yeah. just kind of like like goof off like that. But yeah, it wasn't that great of a movie. No. All right, moving into listener notes, questions, answers, comments, suggestions. Uh, look, if you want to be a part of the show, this is the easiest way to do it. It's podcast at com, uh, and that's where we've gotten Did these. we change – remember
3: we talked in the staff meeting we were going to change our um, uh, editorial policy on what letters we accept?
2: Oh,
1: why?
3: Are we still accepting just regular letters? Oh, like in the mail? Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah we are. But, okay. um, you know, we might send it back for – Postage,
3: right? Or if there's like too many typos or spell checks, like don't be sending us like incomplete sentences. Yeah,
2: whoever keeps cutting out letters, out of the <laughs> <newspaper> <laughs> right. and pasting them to a piece of paper, right.
3: uh, we don't need that. No, yeah, that's terrifying. Like, yeah. Scared the hell. Out I've of
2: gotten us. used to not knowing where my dog is, and I don't <laughs> right. need you keep telling me that you <laughs> have. <laughs> <laughs> All right, start us off with Joel codes. Okay, Joel codes. And he came in with a, with a comment about the Dark Knight, I mean, the Batman. He says, really good, not great. Somewhere between David and Penn in opinion. Love the detective work. I think that I liked the Dark Knight trilogy better. But the Batman was so much more true to the Batman I knew growing up. Um, he really likes it. How at the end, when uh, one shooter was lo- like, I am vengeance, and how that drives Batman to no longer be vengeance but hope. He says, I'm really excited to see more. I hope they don't wait too long. I guarantee you they are on the fast track, I'm sure. Really? Well, I mean, come on. The movie did really well, and it's like DC needs a home run. Yeah, I uh,
3: yeah. so thanks for writing in. I, I appreciated his opinion. I shared. Uh, I agree with a lot of what he said. Um, the, the two things I want to comment on uh When he says, I am vengeance, and that how drives him to no longer be vengeance but hope, I thought that was brilliant, but it came across a little preachy. Yeah. It was almost like corny. I feel like they – it wasn't – it was – maybe they made – like, I would be curious to know if they may – if Matt Reeves made a decision that we need to be – we need to say this out loud in simple terms so our viewers, our audience – understands what we're saying. Like, cause it wasn't subtle. Cause then they say it again. Right. At
2: the end, they're like, I need to be more. I need to be. Older. Yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah. So, so I agree with that. It was a really cool message and a really cool piece. Uh, but I felt like they could have done it a little bit better. Um, and I totally fully agree. I'm really excited to see more and I really hope they don't wait too long.
2: Yeah. I don't want the Joker as the next villain though. Do something else. Well,
3: don't you think they teed that up?
2: Well, Matt Reeves is saying that even though that they hinted at it, it's not meant to be the next. Yeah. He always intended this movie to be standalone, but if they do more, he doesn't want to do the Joker next. Interesting. So. Robert reads a lot.
3: Uh, he sent in a business question. Oh. So I'll tackle here. this one. Um, does the Oscar... Do the Oscars, the show... On Oscar Sunday. Mm. Do the Oscars impact ticket sales on the night of the telecast? I would think most people who go to the movies would be home watching the Oscars, but maybe it's a more niche fan base than general movie audiences. Just curious if it ends up being a slower than normal Sunday night. And by the way, um, I have also not finished Robert reading Dune. Wow! Isn't this the guy that was like reading the entire all the books I was which, Austin
2: Atreides but Robert was reading Dune and he was ahead of you
3: yeah yeah he, so we both fizzled Robert out reads a lot. Yeah.
2: yeah did you fizzle out or did you barely get started no
3: no no, no. I, ah. I I made it I listen no I read all the way through to where this movie ended
2: oh really
3: do we need to get to big O on the job
2: I mean you mean
3: Orlando the abacus? the
2: abacus yeah Orlando got nothing to do with this oh who's
3: the abacus Roland. All oh, right, all right, right, my bad. Sorry, Roland. Sorry. Jeez. Sorry.
2: You need Roland to get <laughs> and then like you a, a spreadsheet of how he's rolling. And then like <laughs> I, Roland, I want a spreadsheet that says that says Roland on, on one axis, <laughs> right. the abacus in the other, and then an X where
1: they collide,
2: <laughs> so that we can tell. You can have other names on there too. Right. We can tell who's Roland. I'm going to put a note in my calendar <laughs> yeah.
3: like six months from now to claim that I never confused Orlando with the abacus. you remember that
2: time? It never happened.
3: And then I'm going to see if Rolando. If Ro-
2: if Roland. you go together now. <laughs> Rolando. <laughs> see if
3: Rolando can find that time when I called Orlando the abacus. Ah, but bravo and remembering yeah. that Orlando is the big guy. Yeah, bravo. Yeah. Um, They call him the big O because he's so tiny.
2: Right. Yeah. (laughs) I love that you said
3: that on the air. Because that's his line, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I love it. I love that guy. All right. So Robert reads a lot. The question is, so here's the thing. No, it does not impact sales. And I'll tell you why. Or at least I'll explain my theory why. My theory why is because the people who are dedicated, like excited to watch the Oscars, that crowd is a little bit older and they're not coming to the movies Sunday night, anyway, because they're getting ready for work on Monday. True. So when they come to the movie on Sunday, they came. They already went to theater at noon. They were here at eleven
2: thirty when the first show of Death
3: on the Nile opened.
2: But let me let me add to this: uh, Does Oscar nominations affect ticket sales?
3: Okay, so that's interesting. Yes and no. Yes, it does affect ticket sales. But I've learned from the past, it does not it affects ticket sales for th- the in order to affect ticket sales the title in question has to be in the building monday when people wake up and read about the nominations so example a movie whatever little women gets nominated sunday night if it's in the building it sees a bump all week right okay. but if it's not in the building and you book it to bring it back friday cuz of all the nominations by the time friday gets here Forgot. it lo- it lost any any momentum because I've done that many times and I've it took me however many years to realize that you, you got to, it, it has to be in the building on Monday when people wake up and they're like reading or watching the the news or hearing about the nominations and they're like, Oh, little women got 14 nominations. I wonder if it's playing anywhere. And then they got to look at their phone and see that there's a showtime at Penn cinema at 6:30, and they come in and see it. Right. But if it's not there, I mean, I guess what, what I've what you what I could argue is if they can look at their phone and see that it's coming on Friday, there's some argument for that. Or the other exception to this rule would be if the movie like makes massive headlines. Mm. You know, like if for some reason the Batman came out of nowhere and got like 15 nominations, best picture, best director, best actor, you know, if somebody sweeps and makes real news, then I would think it would be worth it to bring it back. But just getting there, like, a lot of times I'll get a pitch on a Monday, the day after the Oscars, from a studio with a movie where the lead got nominated for Best Actress. You know? Yeah. And they're they're like, oh, did you see...
2: When can I, where can I see this?
3: Did you see the three nominations that our amazing film landed last night? And I I don't reply to that pitch anymore. I'm I'm non-responsive.
2: Right. Yeah. Well, the next thing we have on here is... You gonna a play letter the, from the mystery are, gobble.
3: Are you going to play the... Oh,
2: I guess I could play the... I mean, he's a real guy, right? If you're down for it. All right. Oh, I'm... We do the gobble, gobble. We do the turkey wobble. We do the gobble, 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 gobble. <laughs> The mystery gobble. He sends in a photo. At first, I was like, do I, what? Like, I want to open this? Is this going to be gross? Come on. What was the
3: caption? The, the said,
2: subject line. You guys, the subject line was... Batty Bats. Batty Bats. Yeah. And it's a screenshot of a, what's the proper word for the part where they put up the movie titles in front of the theater? What's uh, the, mar- the marquee. Marquee. A marquee, and it reads, Robert Pattinson, worst vampire ever. Took 14 years to become a bat.
1: <laughs> Which I love.
2: <laughs> I love the memes of of that have gone with uh, the vampire, vampire bat, yeah. stuff. Like like yeah. there's one where it's it's from Twilight where he walks in and she's like, who's that? And and the girl's like, oh, that's vengeance. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I just love uh, the gobble never fails, never disappoints. Always ready with a quick
2: dad joke. No. Yeah.
3: I'm sorry, the who? The gobble. We do the gobble, gobble. We do
2: the turkey wobble. We do the gobble, gobble, gobble. gobble, gobble. That's right. That's right. It's just a shame that you can't see us dancing. I know.
3: Well, I can. mean, we got the sequins on. You he closes know, his eyes right.
2: he always sees us yeah. dancing. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he can't sleep anymore. Right. <laughs> All right, you want to cover this? No. Okay. No, I don't. Our girl Frodo writes in, and thank goodness, because we've been missing her. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. true.
3: It's been a little bit. We missed you, but never doubted you. No. You, you're not obligated. No. We don't want this to be like, you know, it's oh, God, I got to write the
2: podcast. Yeah. But we loved hearing from you. Right. So, look, this is about turning red, which I know you don't want to talk about. She says, look, this is what she says. So I know there's still some salt in the wounds about turning red, but I want to come on, comment on it because it's been... it Because of it being stream-only means fewer people are going to see it. Um, she said, consider me pissed because that movie was so much better than what I was anticipating, and it deserves eyes on it. Like, I thought it might be about... There being value and calm, which sure would be good, but this movie was about choice and about full emotional honesty. Not a comedy between this personality good and this personality bad, but zoomed out from that kind of scope and was about actually being who you are. Also, the colors and setting were stellar. So I have yet to watch this movie, but uh, it is on my list. I do want to see it. It's Pixar. So, do you have a TV? Um, well i watch on my phone, though. Okay, yeah. Yeah, good. yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I think her commentary on this TV show is fantastic. You know, I think it's really, she makes really good points. You don't get a lot of quality television like this anymore.
2: Right. Not with the commercials these days. No,
3: I mean, it, it is presented commercial-free if you pay to subscribe to this TV channel. Mm. But I love the fact that it's about you being you, not this is good, this is bad. This per- this type of person is good, this type of person is bad. Because most of the shows on TV really narrow it down to like, you know, this personality <laughs> is really like shameful. And like, there's a lot of, it, it creates a lot of problems for kids these days. Cause they're really influenced by TV. You know, what they yeah. see on television yeah. every day That's not having influences. Because as a child,
2: right. I don't want to get influenced.
3: Right. Yeah. yeah. So you see what I'm saying. <laughs> wow. You, you dig me. I
2: wish I wish that there was a way that when we give our opinion we could also expect our express our biases. Right. Um, but <laughs> not us. We're going to have to wait. <laughs> yeah. We're not able to right. do that. No, no. No, no. Not at all. <laughs> all right. So she goes on about the Batman. She didn't see it. And that's because of her thoughts on the Riddler. She's like I'm very very extremely meh about the Riddler looking like a clearance discount. Bootleg version of the store brand version, Diet Dr. Pib looking ass, Zodiac Killer knockoff. Probably the best description ever. Wait. Can,
3: can we... you go over that? Yeah. Read it back. When did we learn that she didn't see it?
2: Uh, she says in her, in her letter that, you know, you totally okay. read.
3: Yeah. No, yeah. I, I thought I read it, but I didn't she catch it. She said she wasn't going to see it. Okay.
2: Because it was very, ow,
3: edge. Now, for those of you who are new to the show, mm. we have a listener- And by now in this life, I have long since forgotten what her actual name is. (laughs) (laughs) But we call her Frodo. Tristan. Tristan Atreides. Frodois. And she writes in, and there are very few people in my life who have a way with words, like my girl Frodo. So much. So I just want to make sure we all caught that description. Yeah, please. This is a
2: segment of... (laughs) Who read it best for sure.
3: Thoughts on the Riddler. I am definitely very extremely. So that's three right in a row. Definitely very extremely. Yeah. So right there, you know that she means business serious business right
2: she's not definitely because then she couldn't even express what she was feeling and she just put in quotes and emoji right <laughs> because as we
3: referenced earlier in the show pictures are worth a thousand That's words exactly <laughs> right. so if she ever has to write a memo for mcblindo she is she's screwed set. yeah, oh, yeah. She's, she's screwed no she's screwed because she got all pictures oh not gonna do him any good all right so she's she says my thoughts on the riddler i am definitely very extremely frowny face about, and this is the part that's just like nobody else does it like she does. I'm very, I'm definitely very, extremely frowny face about the Riddler. Looking like a clearance discount, bootleg version of the store brand version, diet Dr. Pib looking ass Zodiac killer knockoff.
2: <laughs> Drop mic, exit left. I wish there was, I want someone to pee like. What was the, what What were they looking for when they designed this? Well. <laughs> no, 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 wait, 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 There's the
3: guy in the corner of the staff meeting, and they're all like, "What? what how are we going to do the Riddler? And this, like, geeky, nerdy guy in the back raises his hands. I have an idea. And he's like, Mr. Reeves, Mr. Reeves, I have an idea. We should make our Riddler. Looking like a clearance discount, bootleg version of the store brand version, Diet Dr. Pibb looking ass, Zodiac Killer knockoff.
2: And Matt Reeves is like, you, perfect executive producer. (laughs)
3: Ladies and gentlemen, our new EP. (laughs) Okay, so she goes on to say, now that she has painted a picture of her... Definite, very extreme dissatisfaction. Right. She goes on to say, cause she's not done yet. No, she's not. No, I thought I was no. done. No. She goes on to say, consider my arms crossed and my keister firmly sat in a corner. Me disproportionately pouty about what they did to my boy. Yeah. Boom.
2: Cause she agreed. Riddler was her favorite just like me. Right. Uh, and yeah. So <laughs> I love that. Now, she did go on to say that just because it's not for her doesn't mean it's not for other people. But I, I will to, say, to I which will... I say, Pinky's out and poo all over it.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, I disagree. I'm, I'm going to challenge my buddy here. I'm, I'm going to challenge you, Frodo. You should come see this movie. What? I'll take it a step further. Whoa. I'll put my money where my mouth mm-hmm. is. Frodo, you drop me an email when you want to come. I will leave you a pass at the door to see the Batman. What a nice guy. All right, our next letter is from my buddy. It's the
1: final count. Ten Sarah. <laughs> <The final>
3: count- <laughs> it's so funny because when you recorded that bit, yeah. I, I could hardly recognize your voice. I know. It's,
2: I, I really brought it up in action. Yeah. Did yeah. You, is that what you just do? Just for that. Well, for a so da la <laughs> So all those
3: voice training lessons that we paid for really have paid off.
2: Yeah, because remember, you were like, you said, David. Right. (laughs) You said, as we're going to be famous podcasters, your voice is crap. And I don't want that on the air. So when we do podcasting, you need to sound like you've got a real deep voice, like you're using a modulator. Right. It needs to be different. Right. And I spent about two and a half years. <laughs> was it yours? Because it felt like weeks. Well, I mean, it's it's matter of perspective. <laughs> gotcha. In in a you know so? Southeast Asian dungeon. Right.
3: I thought it was a mountain.
2: Well, in the mountain <laughs> well. in Southeast Asia, there was a dungeon. Gotcha. Right, right, of right. Of right, which I was right. locked in. Right, right, right. And that's how I got this raspy, yeah. This
3: this deep. It's amazing.
2: Yeah. But out in, in the wild, it's right. I like this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, top
3: ten. Sarah writes in and says she uh, she says a few weeks ago we met. She wanted to comment on the who's visiting who scenario, right? And asked uh, our listeners to give us a few more scenarios. And she said, "Which one of you would die first when Jason comes after you?" You mean Goody's Jason? No, Jason Statham.
1: <laughs> Which obviously Clearly. it's
2: me because he's not coming after David. Well, I don't know. if I mean, you know how to, to get around the situation. Just don't stand near any women? No, stand near the women because oh. he won't see you. Oh, right. It's the perfect camouflage. Right.
3: Well, <laughs> my, my answer to this question was going to be, I think I would die first because he's not coming after David. Mm. Like we haven't tested that theory yet. Right. Like if David was at some kind of event where Jason was, right. Would Jason Statham snub David like he snubbed me? Not with this buddy. And by the way, (laughs) we're coming back to this. Okay. I have a treat for you. Okay. We are coming back to this question. Okay. All right, but number two, if you were at the Oscars, why would you be there? Who would be walking the red carpet, and who would be crashing
2: the party? Mm. Okay, so which one of us gets to the Oscars? You get to the Oscars because it's not the first time you've crashed a film thing. Right. Right? And. Oh, or so then would I be walking the red carpet and you would be crashing? Right. Okay. So you'd be sneaking in. Right. I'd be walking the red carpet. Right. I'm like, hey, hey, my now current wife Anne Hathaway and right. I walking down the red right. carpet. I'm also equally as famous, of course, uh, for that little podcast I started. And yeah. uh, too bad I left that pen guy in the dust. Yeah. And then and 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 you'd, behold, you'd be
3: walking in with you and Ann's favorite friend, Jason Statham. Right. Right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you guys play
3: boggle together every Wednesday uh, night.
2: Remember, remember when you snubbed that guy, Jason? Right. He's like, do I ever? <laughs> do I ever? <laughs>
3: yeah. And, uh, it's funny cause Jason Statham does listen to the Penn cinema podcast yeah, no, as true. we will, we will comment on that later. Yeah.
2: So, I mean, clearly that's the answer, right? Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Okay. Um, Anyway, she goes on to say, I'd love to hear what you guys think of a streaming series called The Woman in the House Across the Street from The Woman in the Window on Netflix. I'm usually on board with comedies, but I didn't quite get this kind of humor. Maybe that was my problem with it. Maybe I was just missing something. I actually have an opinion on this. Oh, I haven't seen it, so go ahead. I, I did. Good? I did see it. Good. I, yeah. th- I enjoyed it. Oh. Here's Here's perhaps. Is it a comedy? Sarah, here's perhaps why I enjoyed it and you didn't. <sighs> I didn't know it was supposed to be a comedy. Like I thoroughly enjoyed it just as a show, like almost like kind of a thriller. And I saw that there was like dark comedy moments and I saw there was like ironic things. And I knew that it was a sort of a, almost a little bit of a parody on a, uh, another famous book or something like that. You mean rear window, the effort Hitchcock, Uh, not quite rear window, but sort of, you know, and but I didn't think it was intended to be a funny movie. Oh. So I, I don't know. I enjoyed it. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of forgetting some of the specifics, but I
2: remember like looking forward to watching it. Sarah went in for a laugh a minute thing. Right. And she rolled out with dark comedy. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Also, I want to note that I would definitely be at the Oscars for uh, best original song. Right. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Performance. Yeah. Performing. And just like I've done a thousand times, I would have snuck in with the waiters. Right.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Through the service entrance. Yeah.
3: I definitely have done you still that.
2: Would have, you would have been in, up, on stage with me for sure. But.
3: Now, I'm going to I'm gonna say something. Yeah. There's a 50% chance that it's true.
2: Mm.
3: I might have my nights mixed up. Oh. Because I've been to a few events, like black tie type of things in yeah. Vegas, where I snuck in. <sighs> And I think the night, the famous night in question when I got snubbed by Jason Statham, I think that was a night that I snuck in. I, I literally went through the kitchen, hung out backstage. There was nobody there. There was no fa- – it was like deserted. Hung out backstage peeking through the curtain while the, the convention goers were on the other side of the ball, the empty ballroom, and on the other side there was all these double doors along the wall like you've seen a million times at like a big convention dining room. Mm-hmm. And – when they opened the doors to let everybody in, which, of course, there was hundreds of people waiting, you know, to get in. I was already in behind the curtain, like front and center. Yeah. So I'm peeking through the curtain, waiting to see when as soon as they open the doors, I pop out around the curtain and save me and Amy two seats at the front table at the front of the room.
2: See, people may not know that we were not joking about the sneaking into events. Right, like, right. Like, right. it's happened.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And I think, and I... I'm not positive, but I think that was the night that I got snubbed by Jason Statham. Oh, my gosh.
2: Yeah. Remember the time you came to my red carpet event, which was your red carpet, right. where we premiered the TV show that I produced? At and, my theater? And, no, that wasn't here. That was at Zootropolis. Oh, right, right, right. And you didn't have to snub to get into that. You got yeah. invited. Yeah. Straight up. A big shot. So, I walked in with my invite showing everybody. I'm in. i okay, right. It was legit. Right. I'm not a waiter. Right. Everyone Everyone walking around, I can't take your cup. I'm not a waiter.
3: Right. <laughs> Remember that story I wore a white tuxedo to my IMAX opening? I was all proud of myself Felt Mm -hmm. like I looked like Brad Pitt Or George Clooney I thought I would Half the time I was like Is that Brad Pitt? Yeah Yeah. I was all I was so pleased with myself I Mm. thought I looked like hot shit Yeah What I really was going for Was I wanted to look like Daniel Craig Mm. And my father-in-law Who I love Were besties Yeah But he goes You look like the Mater D (laughs) 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 Thanks Pop Way to go (laughs) Thanks Bob Way to go All right, David, I got a question for you. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you watching? What are you reading? Oh. What are you doing with your life? Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. It's crumbling in my hands,
2: but (laughs) I also did some other things. (laughs) Uh, I, uh, I watched the Batman again this week. Oh. And I liked it better on the second run through. I heard that from another friend of mine. Yeah.
3: Who also, like you, enjoyed it the first time, but said the second time was even better.
2: Yeah. Uh, and it's it's great because the person I watched it with um, uh, Simba's sister we uh, were like she wanted to see it because she was like I want to hate watch this movie because oh, from the beginning stop it she was like I this movie looks so dumb I don't want to see it
3: we don't need that kind of negativity though
2: but then it was over I and mean, we had our moments we laughed we made our jokes and stuff about it it was a great time but at the end she's like you know what that was way better than I thought it was going to mm-hmm. be she's like I still have my problems with it, but I don't hate it. <laughs> I don't hate it. And she's like, get ready, because we're going to hate watch Jurassic Park. And I was like, all right. All right. <laughs> <Quite>. <laughs> fun. I'm ready. That is pretty fun. But here's the other thing I've been doing. Plural? Yeah. Okay. Star Treks. I, I, I don't know if we talked about this before, but I'm going to go off on of my rant once again. if you have a streaming service, if, right? For example. Paramount plus. Paramount plus. Right. And you're going to put out a show, a like, series of shows like star treks. Right. For say, right. right.
3: And you, you would obviously put one out right. that starts and
2: then finishes. And when it's over, you immediately put the next put one out. Put another one out. So that I never stop right. being subscribed to your service, which is what they, they even had it worse. What they did to me before is they started a show, and then it went on a, quote, unquote, mid-season break. And during that time, another show premiered, which then went on mid-season break so that the other show could finish. Oh, crap. Yeah. I didn't like that. That's BS. No. But you'd think, get as much out of me as you can. Right. Right? Because I cannot handle, No, come Thursday... Star Trek Discovery, which I'm well invested in, you know? New episode, season finale coming soon next week. I'm pumped. But my emotions high. Mm. I'm like, I need to calm down. But there's no calming down because Star Trek Picard's right there. Oh, my God. And it premiered. Season episode two is out. I'm just like, he's too too much of a good thing. Your head is spinning. David, calm down. You can't. Calm down. Watch one today. Watch one you want me no. to log into that stupid app more than one day a week? You're crazy. Crazy. I only got so minutes in my day. Right. And I got even less minutes right. for Paramount Plus to load right. up. There's so, not an infinite number. Yeah. If right. I'm up in that Paramount Plus business right. I better be getting all of it done. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's my thoughts. Nice. Yeah. What have you been doing? Well, nothing that exciting. (laughs) Not much is. (laughs) I could never live up to that. I hope you know I left off that I did my taxes. Oh, did you? Because I didn't want to blow your mind too much.
3: (laughs) I clearly did not do my taxes. Oh. But I did celebrate Amy's 50th birthday. What? We had the best time. We had the best weekend ever. And I just couldn't be happier because we have great friends. We have, by the way, we have a whole nother group of friends. We're celebrating a couple weeks from now, what? scheduled trip. So oh my God. excited about that. And then Amy and I finished The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which we love. I can't get enough of this show. We're already rewatching the episodes because we just loved it so much. So good. It is beautiful. It's well-written. It's thoughtful. There were, in the last two episodes, there were two monologues. I mean, they weren't literally monologues, but they were essentially one character going off. Yeah. And other characters, like, playing off of them. They were absolute, like, some of the best TV I've ever seen. Like, it was unbelievable. Were they also going off about Star Trek? And yeah. Yeah. How did... Uh, I may have stolen uh, some oh, of the material. gotcha. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, what I really wanted to talk about... Mm. We've talked on this show before how much I love my dog. Right. Little Hannah. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful pup. Ah. Oh, she's the sweetest. Everybody so that great. meets her is like, This is the sweetest dog ever. Yeah. Right. So Hannah had a loose tooth. So you gotta take your dog. If she gets to a certain age, you gotta take her. We go to the Mannheim Pike Veterinary Clinic, Veterinary yeah. Clinic, which we love. Dr. Steed and the staff, everybody. There is, however, a little troublemaker in that staff. Now, I have not figured out who, but let me tell you what happened. (gasps) We took Hannah to the vet.
2: Yeah.
3: Everything was going great. Yeah. I got texts from Top Ten Sarah, hey, Hannah's doing great. Yeah. I said, oh, my God, that's so cute. Is she so brave? And (laughs) Sarah writes back, goes, I wouldn't say brave. (laughs) But she's doing great.
2: Oh, that's great.
3: So... I go in to pick up my pup. Yeah. My innocent. Uh, I mean, she is nothing if not innocent. Constantly right? innocent. I mean, I understand, you know. Yeah. I, I attract problems. All right. but Clearly. But, you know, she's an innocent little pup. Yeah. She's never harmed a soul. Well, except for that little baby bunny that she caught in the backyard. But other than that, she has yeah. never hurt a soul. Right. So I'm in the little consultation room. I'm, I'm whispering because um, I don't want the, I don't want this to get out. <laughs> yeah, all no, right, just between, <laughs> just between us. Yeah. I'd never tell it. I'm that. in the consultation room. Yeah, and the nurse says, "Hannah will be right out." Here comes my dog, little innocent Hannah. She got the cone of shame, <gasps> right? All right, no. that's that's not unusual, you know, because she also had some uh wart or something removed from her paw, so they don't want her to lick it, so they put the little cone on, right. My innocent dog has a cone of shame and I can see that there is something in addition to the cone, taped to the cone. And I think to myself, what in the world is this? What could it be? It must be like aftercare instructions or some thoughtful note about how pleasant it was to have Hannah in the clinic today. Or a doggy gat so she's strapped in the hood. Right, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) No, David, it was none of the above. What? It was a picture of one Jason Statham topless fully flexing abs six packs and everything with a little speech bubble yeah. which reads I may have snubbed Penn at an event but I always rock the Penn Cinema podcast
2: an actual quote directly from him an
3: actual quote directly from Jason Statham taped to my poor little doggies how do you not get shame. a picture of this I do have a picture of oh this. Oh my gosh, I need yes, this. Yes, I will share it with you another time. Yeah, okay. It was pretty spectacular, and although I'm having fun reporting it as if I was shocked, but I literally... It, the thing that was great about it, it was so great on so many levels. I laughed out loud, and then everybody who came to the house laughed out loud every time.
2: Because you left it on there? Oh, I absolutely <laughs> left it on there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> left it on there for days. Oh, it's so great. So everybody's laughing out loud, and... um. I forget where I was going with that.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, this true thing that happened about Jason Statham. Right. I mean, <laughs> right. That he really said, right. finally got back to you. Oh, my God. In the greatest fashion ever.
3: <laughs> Laughing so hard.
2: That was, that was great. Oh, that's so good. Oh. All right. So next week, we're going to watch The Outfit, which I'm super pumped for. Is Me anything too. else coming
3: out? Um, Juju Kaizano. Oh.
2: Oh, yes. That movie. The anime. Yeah. I don't know much about it. I tried watching the trailer and I wasn't too thrilled.
3: Um, I don't know much about it either, except that it is selling a lot of tickets and moved it it to a bigger theater
2: I have no doubt that it has a huge fan base. Yeah. Yeah So cool. All right. Well next week, we're going to review the outfit If you want to tell us about the outfit what you thought of jackass what you thought of batman Or if you want to respond to any of the great hypothetical questions that top 10 sarah put out there Go ahead and leave us a message at podcast at dot com or Hit us up on Facebook. Hmm. Over on Facebook, you can always set. Frodo's always talking over there. Also, Trailer hmm. Master Jason is putting up the trailers for each week. Hmm. I still got to work out how to make that a, a poll, but we'll figure hmm. it out. We'll eventually. get there. We'll get
3: Send there. It. We're no. We're, we're all, David. We're only 165 in.
2: Yeah, I mean, give us give us a, give us a chance to get started. Right, don't rush us. Yeah, seriously. Why are oh, you always rushing me? <laughs>
3: yeah. I, all right, I get to it. All right? like, come on. It's like you with the shirts. Right. You're rushing me. I'm like, come on, Penn, where are the shirts? <laughs> Where's Penn's the shirts? Like, we don't talk about
2: the <laughs> I'm shirts. I'm getting there. That are definitely coming. That's
3: what I said. Don't yeah. rush me.
2: Yeah, I got I got it. All right. Look, that's what you yeah. want to do if you want to get in touch with us, but right. if you want to support the mm. show, Penn, what's the number one way to do that? I got two words for you.
3: <gasps> Personalized license plates.
2: <laughs> yeah? <laughs> wow. I mean, yeah. The, the problem with that is there's only so many of them that, like, in a state. That okay, but... Could be. Well, you might not know. Uh, did you read about this? You, you know what? You My paper got shredded by the dog.
3: Ah. So... <laughs> well, if your dog had had a cone, it wouldn't have been able to shred right. the paper. that's true. Well, anyway, there was this news story that Governor Wolf... This is only Pennsylvania. So all you, like, Rob... Yeah, Rob. Weird name Rob out in Hawaii. Yeah. I don't know what he's going to do. But Governor Wolf in Pennsylvania is raising additional funds for the Commonwealth. Oh, wow. And the way he's doing that is he's offering expanded letters. So right now you're limited to eight letters on a license plate. Right. But if if your personalized vanity plate <laughs> supports a local Pennsylvania-based podcast, yeah. which we are, then you have enough letters necessary to spell out Listen to the Penn Cinema podcast.
2: Right. Which is crazy cuz I just put in for L2, L2T PCP. I'm just waiting for it to get approved. (laughs) I I need to get that as my license. L2-T-PCP.
3: Rob should know that I was in traffic the other day and came up upon a car and the license plate said mahalo. Which I believe is. It wasn't Rob? I believe it was thank you in Hawaiian. Mm. Mahalo.
2: Ah, thank you. Yeah. Wow. That's so generous of them. <laughs> All right. Well, once again, for the Penn Cinema Podcast, I'm David Bolton. <laughs> and
0: I'm Pen Ketchum. Take, Take care, care and party on. on. Thanks for joining us this episode. Our hosts would love to hear from you. To contact the show with your thoughts and reviews, email podcast at pensinema.com. This podcast is a production of Penn Cinema. Escape to the movies at Penn Cinema, featuring crisp digital projection, killer sound, reserved seating, and premium power recliners, with locations in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Wilmington, Delaware, and Huntington Valley, Pennsylvania. Showtimes and tickets available at www.penncinema.com.